BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the morning toast and have a hat. Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. That's right, the rumors are true. You may have heard it, but we're here to confirm. It's fucking Friday. So acknowledge the space that you're in, appreciate the space that you're in, feel hopeful, feel excited, feel Friday. It's a beautiful, beautiful space, you guys. We did it. We One out of seven days feel this way. Congratulations. And um, thank you. Congratulations to you as well. I'm just feeling so... So excited. I knew we could do it. I really did because we've done it before. We've done it, I would say, for me, 52 times 28. A little quick math. That's how many times I've done it. How many times is that? I don't know. Okay. Um, ben is actually really good at doing like multiplication. Like he could tell you like 75 times 32 and he'll explain how he does it and it makes no fucking sense. Okay. Like, 52 times 28. But then also um, I'm going to add like plus 31 because a half a year. Leap years. I have enjoyed 1,487 <laughs> Fridays in my life. Well, congratulations on getting to your 1,487th. Thank you so much. If This one feels different than the other. 100%. Let's acknowledge the space that we're in. It's Friday. We're so far away from Monday, but also we're like kind of close. Um, we're just feeling good. It's a holiday weekend. We must acknowledge the space that we're in. Juneteenth is an official federal holiday yes it is congress passed like 400 to like 10. yes very exciting happy juneteenth tomorrow is juneteenth yes. so celebrate educate it's a great holiday and we're excited to celebrate we are and we're just excited to acknowledge the space that we're in yes constantly a hundred percent and we have a lot to get into today i'm really looking forward to today's show because of what transpired last night on the e-network at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Well, for me, it transpired at 9 a.m. this morning because I don't know if others were affected and I was following closely to the situation on Twitter, monitoring the situation. Spectrum was having outages all over the country. My neighborhood was hit. I know places in California were hit. So like, fuck Spectrum because not only is Spectrum my Wi-Fi provider, so I couldn't work on my computer. I couldn't watch anything on Apple TV or stream. They're also my cable provider. So I couldn't watch cable. And I have to say yesterday was the longest day of my life. And by the time I went out to dinner, I had a couple drinks and I was like, by the time I get home, like it'll be fixed. Nope. Yeah. Sat in the pitch black by myself. Ben was gone. Never been so bored in my whole life. Honestly, Spectrum, fuck you. Maybe if you had a business that you were passionate about, you would know what it's like. But you don't because you let a whole fucking nationwide outage happen for literally 16 hours yesterday. Nationwide? I don't know. I was in my building's gym and their Spectrum and the TVs were on and my Wi-Fi was popping. I was monitoring the situation. People in California were struck. Mm. They obviously had some sort of internal problem. And it's not my business to figure it out. But like the fact that it took them so goddamn long to get it back on track, like disgusts me. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
so boring. And I never realized like Wi-Fi is literally everything. So I was like, okay, Alexa, like play some music. No. Alexa was out for the count. She told me to go fuck myself, literally. But you didn't turn to your Kindle in your time of need. No, and it was right next to me. And I was thinking like I could read, but if you're not in the mood to read, like it's just not going to make you in the mood. No, sometimes you have to power through and then all of a sudden, and then you're in it. Sometimes you're not just like itching to read. I do that all the time where I'm like, I don't really want to read, but I should start a book and then I'll, I'll be reading. Yeah, like I guess I just like couldn't motivate myself. And I honestly just got really creative with things to pass my time. I went live on Instagram um, and I read the first 50 pages of my book. And people really seemed to like it. I read it out loud. I, I stumbled into the chat. Oh, did you? And you know what? I wanted yeah. to check because I wanted to see like if I sold any books because so many people were like coming in who don't follow Just me. Just a quick question. You didn't have Wi-Fi, so you really couldn't do anything and you were so bored, but you were able to go live on Instagram. Yeah, 5G. Right. So why couldn't you do anything else on your phone? I could. Like, I was watching TikToks, but, like, do you know how boring that gets after four hours? I just want to make it clear. Like, you made it seem like you were sitting in the dark with a candle. Yesterday (laughs) I was. Last night. Last night. I was. But, no, I was getting creative during the day. I went live on Instagram. And my book, because, like, my book came out so long ago on the Amazon, like, millions of books list, it was at 35,000. And then after my my slam poetry, it was at 14,000. Wow. So I think I sold some books yesterday. Available at Amazon.com, girlwithnojob.com slash book. Love it. Um, so I did that. And then I don't know if you, I know you don't watch my stories with sound because you hate me. I do not because I've made it clear that I don't and you refuse to amend. Also, you could do this new thing that people are doing where their stories get like closed captioning. That's <coughs> oh <my God. coughs> what you should do. I haven't gotten that feature yet. No, it's something, it's an external p- feature. They added it to now Instagram. Okay. Oh my God, I just choked. I'm so sorry. I hate that sound. That's what you need. No, I know. But also like what I was doing yesterday on my stories, like you really needed to listen to. What were you doing? I wrote an original song. Did you not see? I heard about the song. I think I caught the tail end of it. Honestly, I was really impressed with myself because I've always loved to sing and I've always played guitar, but I never thought I could actually write a song. And it took me five minutes. And like, obviously it wasn't good, but I actually think I might be able to like write a song now. What was your song about? What was, what was, how do you feeling inspired? I'm living, 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 living in colonial times. Say, her in the dark with a candle. I'm feeling, feeling, feeling like Spectrum's committing a crime. If I ever make it out of here, I will feel so alive. It was good. See, you don't even fucking listen. This is really good. The, the, the verses weren't that good, but as I started to like do it more, I started to get good. And then I ended up with like a pretty bomb chorus. Wow. Yeah. What was it called? I didn't get there. Colonial Times? Yeah, probably. Damn. Or Spectrum's Committing a Crime. <laughs> wow. Okay, so look, you had your creative juices flowing. Not yes. all was bad. I was left to my own devices. Spectrum forced you to sell some books, to write a song, yeah, actually, to call your family because you were hitting all of us up I trying was. to be entertained. No, and like nobody else was getting, Olivia, I think, has Verizon Wi-Fi. Like, do you have Spectrum Wi-Fi? I have no idea. Yeah, so like no one was having my problems. I do think I have Spectrum. Oh, nice for you. I'm going to call though like and be a Karen because like I don't really feel like I should have paid full price for cable and Wi-Fi when I didn't have cable and Wi-Fi for a whole day. Yeah. Like I'm just going to be that girl. Not even so much for the money because it'll be literally $10 for the principle. Like I want you to feel as tortured as I felt. Yeah, like you need to go in and find out what 24 hours worth of cable and Wi-Fi costs right. and deduct that from my Like bill. what's my bill divided by 30? Minus X. That amount. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do, I am going to do that. Like I'm just, I was so annoyed. I almost called last night, but I like had had a drink and I was like, maybe it's not for the best. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So that's yeah. what I did. What'd you do? 
I had a very busy day. I finished Lala's book, which was really good. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was a really fun read. I haven't read a light book in so long, so it was like a really easy, quick read, and it was just nice to just breeze through a book and not have to like, you know, spend hours, serious, yeah. spend hours on it. So that was really fun, called Give Them Lala by Lala Kent. And she- did you, in fact... Give them Lala after well, that? I didn't give them Lala. I don't think I, I've given Lala since, but I, I, I now understand what giving Lala entails. Your man made out with my friend. friend. No, but she really explains well, like how Lala and Lauren, like the differences between, there were a few passages I actually felt like you would really relate mm. to. I bookmarked them. I'll, I'll, I'll send oh, you a picture. Yeah, send it out. Yeah. Um, so that was really fun. I hung out with Brew. He was like just amazing and so sweet. And I hit up the gym. I got a wax. It was, busy it was a busy, productive day. It was. I hit the town last night. I know. I Not know. so hard. You and Snatchler went to American Bar without American Camper. Could you believe? Well, so I told you that I was pretty sure. Like, Margaret just texted me, like, want to go to dinner. And, like, when a Gen Zer asks you out to dinner, like, you don't ask questions. Like, you just oblige. But oblige you? Obligia. It's a hard G. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, like French. <laughs> so she asked me to go to dinner and I was like, oh my God, of course. And then she was like, I want to go to American bar, but there's no reservations. And of course, like, you know, her cool older sister, like I was able to secure the reservation. And then I was just feeling insecure. Like, did she only ask me out to dinner because she knew I could get the reservation? Um, and I was like feeling really insecure. And then when we got to dinner, I was like, it's okay. Like, did you just use me like for my clout, you know? And she was like, no, I was trying to be nice because I know Ben's out of town. So it was actually really thoughtful of her. Like I, the, she was being thoughtful counselor, which is yeah. a, a counselor we really rarely see. She was definitely thinking of everyone. Not you, but not me, but she you was. guys went to lunch together literally on my block without telling me two weeks ago. And if I hadn't FaceTimed you, I never would have found out. So it hurts, doesn't it? It does hurt. It really, really does. And the thing, and the is, thing is, it's like Satchler's coming between us. Oh my God. It's she Satchler. is. It's a Satchler. She is. But you know what? We always say like, because it's so difficult because like if two of us hang out, that should be allowed. Like, yeah. But, uh, but if three of us hang out and we don't invite the fourth, like that's fucked that's up. That's criminal. <laughs> but like, I still was like really hurt. Like when you guys went to lunch and I wouldn't, I would be lying if I said that like, I wasn't getting back at you last night. Like. Because counselor is always coming between us. But like, you should have invited me. You know what? You it, were on my block. It wasn't It wasn't premeditated, which yours last night was. Like, there it was. was texting. There was probably open table or, you know, however. Resi. Resi. And for us, like, we were running an errand. She was actually returning your birthday present that you got her. Wait, so, so it was she just was, like a layered she wasn't gonna, hurt. She wasn't it gonna, was layered. She wasn't going to invite you to return your gift. No, but I would have accepted a lunch invitation. But, no, we were just going to do the gift return, but... There was a 40-minute wait to get into the store, so we just went across the street and had lunch for the 40 minutes. It wasn't premeditated, whereas yours was. Hurtful, nonetheless. And so I'm sorry that I took it out on you, but also your grandma, and, like, dinner was kind of late. And you know what's so sad? It's like, we could band together, and we go to dinner, and we'll show that She wouldn't even care. She wouldn't even care. Um, Yeah, so I did have a nice time, though. I'm glad. I'm happy for you. You're always looking for a nice time. I am. And you know who I met? 50 Cent. Amazing. I know. It was crazy. What a nice guy. Give me a hug. I went in for a handshake like a freak. Did, how did you go up to him? Uh, he was with someone I knew. Okay. And my friend Amanda. And I went over to say hi to her. And I do know that she like works with him. I'm like, is that 50 Cent? And he like, he didn't, like he stopped with her to like say hi and give me and Margo both hugs. He was like so nice. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. No, I know. Like, I think that might be like one of the most famous people I've ever met. A hundred percent. And he couldn't have been lovelier 50%. or kinder. 50%. <laughs> 
<laughs> Good one. Thanks. Um, we no, there's always um, there's always influencers and cool people bopping around. Yeah, American no, and I was Park. in like a cool part of town, you know, like where the kids go. Yeah, yeah, but usually it's like influencers that are there. I wouldn't expect like fifty cents. So, like that's another level of star power that's really exciting. So when I went to dinner, I took an Uber and I was wearing these like little Jeffrey Campbell like little sandals, and I stepped out of the Uber. And I rolled my ankle so hard. And you know when you like lose your balance, you let out like a whoo. Well, at least I do. And I whoo in the middle of the street. And this girl was staring at me the whole time. And like I know, like I just, I knew she was a toaster. And she was like, going to come say hi. But then when she saw me embarrass myself, she didn't. And now she's no longer a toaster. No, and I just wanted to thank that girl. Because like if you would come up to me, like I would have been so embarrassed. Like for my own like sanity. And so I know like, like I just wanted to say like it was a choice that you made to ignore me after that fall and I really really appreciate it because like my ego could not have been more bruised and it just would have made matters worse okay that's really sweet yeah okay well or maybe she wasn't a toaster and like I invented this whole thing in my mind 100% or like she didn't do it to spare you she was just like oh that's the girl who I thought was cool no Never no mind. she was like walking I'll find a new podcast Jackie, she was like walking my way and then when I fell she just like veered Oh, you know what? She swerved on me. I can relate to her because sometimes the best thing you can do when you see someone embarrass themselves is, like, is pretend like you didn't see it for their sake and for your own. Like, how do you navigate that? I don't know. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was rough. We have a great <laughs> show for you guys today. We've got the Fast Five stories, some updated stories from earlier in the week. And then we're going to talk about the Keeping Up with the Kardashians recap that I was able to watch this morning. That's where the tangent started. Andy Cohen, the Kardashians, live on E! Part two is on Sunday of this week. It's not next Thursday. Great. The sooner the better. I agree. Like, I need more of it. It was the most amazing thing. Not one minute was wasted. Every question was on point. Like every answer, they were really trying to be as candid as possible while also having each other's backs. And it was just like a beautiful thing to see. Completely agree. So let's just breeze through the fast five so we can talk about what we really want to talk about. 100% without further ado to do to do. Where are you right here sleeping so cute? It is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Theo's going to have such a great weekend in the country. We're heading to Uncle Brian's house and he's just so excited to see his cousins and his friends. Um, Today's episode is brought to you by patreon.com slash morning toast. What is Patreon? It is our subscription service. So the morning toast is five days a week, sometimes four when we're feeling lazy. Um, And it's totally free. We'll never charge you for it. We'll see. Um, But we have a subscription service for $7.99 a month. If you're looking for more episodes, head over to patreon.com slash morning toast. You'll get five extra episodes every month. Sometimes it's podcasts. Sometimes it's vlogs. It's always a little bit more behind the scenes. We get the sisters involved, Olivia, Margot, home tours, vlogs, Jackie Dress Me, tons of new content, five episodes a month. And if you become member now not only do you get access to all of our old episodes so it's like over 200 you also get access to our facebook group the toast after dark so check that out patreon.com slash morning toast great way to get some new content and support your favorite podcast yes we love the patreon check it out patreon.com slash morning toast super personal and funny and interesting wait um what was that link again patreon.com slash morning toast thank you so much and like if you sign up today you have content for years weeks like seriously Okay, first story, a little update from News of the Week. Erica Jane's attorneys backtrack after withdrawing representation. What so is they going are on? withdrawing their the withdrawal. withdrawal. Two days after Erica Jane's legal team filed documents to cut ties with the reality star, it seems as though they've had a change of heart. Yes, legal, the legalities are quite emotional, it seems. Yeah. According to documents filed on June 17th and obtained by E News, Erica's attorneys have formally withdrawn their motion to withdraw as counsel for the Bravo star amid her legal proceedings involving estranged husband Tom Girardi. However, no further statement has been made on the legal reconciliation. 
what is going on? This is so shady. Like, I actually, like, I have no theories here. I, I'm so confused. I have no theory. I'm so confused. And I feel like my only theory would be that they're intentionally trying to confuse us so that we lose interest and that, like, this doesn't become as big of a deal as it will become otherwise. I mean, that's definitely a thing. Like, there's so many stories going on right now where there's so much back and forth, and I think we're going to talk about it, like Michael Costello, Chrissy Teigen. Like, eventually there's so much back and forth, I don't even care anymore. Um, I'm not even close to getting there with Erica Jane because I have so many questions. No, no, no. I have so many questions, and thank you to The Housewife for, and The Hustler for keeping me abreast and wanting me, keeping me wanting to stay abreast. Also, another Erica Jane update is that she's moved into a new house. It's a $7,500 a month rental near Beverly Hills, but outside Beverly Hills. Um, and I was watching, I think it was a page six TikTok, and like they were just being shady, like showing the houses from like the worst fucking angles, you know? Like, and of course, it needs work. And Erica Jane will, you know, frou frou it up. But it was like rental photos, like from Zillow. And it was just like a little sad. Interesting. So she's renting. She didn't buy. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I have no idea why they left. And I feel like it's so uncommon. I feel like it's very out of the ordinary for like a legal team to fire you and even more out of the ordinary for them to rehire you. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but it's just not something we're familiar with. Yeah. This is just very like shady and weird. And I have even more questions than possible. Earlier in the week, I had questions and now I'm left with even more. Yeah, me too. So if anybody has a theory, let yeah. us know. Comment on today's, you know, Instagram post on the Morning Toast. Your or on theory. YouTube. Or on YouTube. I'm, I'm genuinely, like, searching for theories. Yeah. ISO theories. Because I have no idea what this could possibly be hinting towards or telling us. I don't know. Ow, I just got a switch. I'm, like, really confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm malfunctioning. We're taking theories, and then maybe we'll read some of them next week. Okay. Next up, Chrissy Teigen's team claims Michael Costello posted fake screenshot of alleged bullying. Chrissy Teigen's team is addressing the bullying accusations recently made by fashion designer Michael Costello against the star. In an article published by Business Insider on Thursday, a team representative for Teigen claimed the purported Instagram direct messages from Chrissy are fake. The, note, the outlet noted the screenshot showed several temporal inconsistencies that may suggest they had been altered in some way. May? In Examples include a missing verified checkmark next to Tegan's name, which would suggest the screenshots were taken in 2014 before Instagram's verification program had launched. In the same screen grab featuring purple and blue messages, a design implemented by the social media platform in 2020. Yeah, so honestly, I feel like I've really been on Michael Costello's side this whole time, but like those are very valid um, discrepancies. Like, yeah. If her check mark wasn't there, that means that the screenshot had to be taken in 2014. But the fact that the messages are purple, that's a new thing. Yeah, things didn't look like that in 2014. Right, they were like gray and blue. So, and if he took the screenshot recently, when things there would did be look, a check, mark. there would be a check mark. So honestly, like at first, I was just like, I brushed off. Like, of course, she's going to say they're not real. But after I read the the discrepancies, like. It's kind of valid. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing from Michael Costello because um, as we've learned this week, it seems like he has a lot of receipts and on he, stuff. You know, let me just check, see if he even responded. Because <laughs> honestly, deja vu. this could be solved with one screen recording. Like, that's it. No, if not if Chrissy unsent the messages. Well, that would be crazy. Oh, Michael Costello has nothing. Let's see. Two days ago is his last post. Just like thanking everyone, saying he was like going to hop off. Interesting. Mm. I don't know. Now I'm, I'm truly, I'm at, it's, it's a like, dangerous choice. It's a game of ping pong. Yeah, it and is. I'm just, but I am starting to lose interest. Yeah, as one does. Yeah. At first when he like blew up her spot, I was like, oh my God, this is so like juicy and crazy. Yeah. And now I'm just like, I, with the Liana Lewis of it all and the fakes, I, I'm, I've lost interest completely. Yeah. I, I'm waiting for one more response for Michael before I check out. Yeah. I feel like I, I feel like I 
took Michael's side initially. One, because like the accusations were so heinous. And two, because it's clear. I feel like he, I mean, I don't know him, but just like from following him on social media, he's very, fra- in a, like in a fragile mental state. Um, so I just kind of like feel for him and, and felt for him. But now I'm just confused. Yeah. And otherwise, how do you explain his career? Stagnant career. Yeah. Well, maybe then just like if, if that, if this isn't it, like maybe he just didn't cut it, you know? Like, but, but we all like know what his clothes look like. And the dress, and he does, like... There the is ta- a weird the arc. The talent is there. There's a weird arc of his career. Project Runway, so big, dress Beyonce, has a line at Revolve. Like, how does it make any sense? Yeah. So, that's why I'm gonna wait this one out. Yeah. But he's been responding to everything, like, almost immediately. And now it's, like, been a full, like, 14 hours. That's long for Michael Costello. It is. Maybe he's sleeping. Maybe. Are you ready for our next story? It's an update from a story I shared a while ago. And it's not a good update. Oh, no. Cody Simpson's Olympic dream ends in a brutal fashion. No! Cody Simpson's road to the Tokyo Olympics has reached a dead end. The 24-year-old Australian singer turned Olympic hopeful failed to qualify for the postponed 2020 Games on Thursday night at the Australian Olympic Trials in Adelaide. Simpson needed to record a time less than 51.7 seconds to punch a ticket to Tokyo. He fell short and touched the wall at 52.94 seconds. And what did he need to get? 51.7. He was at 52.9. Nine four. Wow, so one second off. Yes, he placed last in the final Aww. behind Aussie swimmer Matthew Temple. Wow, honestly, I'm so glad you updated me. I totally forgot that we had reported that Cody Simpson like was trying, trying to go to the Olympics. And he didn't make it, and that's very sad. But you did just remind me that the Olympics are so close. And I just want to let you know, like, for the two-week period that the Olympics are on, like, I will exclusively be wearing red, white, and blue. I will be glued to my TV. I'm obsessed with the Olympics, obsessed with the Summer Especially Olympics. Especially Summer. And I think that's where my thought ended. But I'm no, so excited. I'm so excited. Now I'm just curious. Like, do you think all the banners and everything and all the fanfare are going to say 2020 or 2021? Because, like, these are the 2020 Olympics. Will the next Summer Olympics be 24 or yeah, 25? 24, regardless. I'm so glad we're getting back on track. Yeah, we're getting back on track. I agree. I'm so excited about this. And it's like, look how excited we got about Jake Paul fighting Floyd Mayweather. Because we wanted to be a part of something. And now we're going to be a part of, like, the biggest thing on earth that literally has been going on since like Greek times. And everyone just gets like so patriotic and, and we all like get together. Not enough people are getting excited for the Olympics. And I feel like there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of controversy around the Olympics and like people saying not to go because like of, of COVID. COVID and this and that. But like we need to start getting a little more excited and no, we need to start like pumping up our athletes. I completely, completely agree. I've been watching a ve- like they have some Olympic trials. They're so hard to find on TV, but they're going on right now. And like, I want to watch because I saw like a couple minutes of Katie Ledecky like she's our girl like she is taking us to the swimming champions like we here support Katie Ledecky like she's our number one girl I've been trying to find like all these trials but it's so hard to find they don't play them on like basic cable you have to get like ESPN 11 like who the fuck has that but I'm gearing up like I need to get some outfits I think like every single day on the toast like I'm wearing something even crazier like I'm so excited because I just feel like it's been such a hard couple years especially in America like of course COVID but we've been so divided and like we all just rally together like as Americans and it's just going to be exciting. Like excitement excites me. Yeah, I really agree. I don't know when they kick off, but we'll be there with your official Olympic commentary. And who are like the stars, you know? Did you see the um, American synchronized swimming um, qualifying performance? No. Okay, it was all robot themed and it was like these sickening six girls and they were so in sync, like truly synchronized swimming. And the whole um, like dance aesthetic was like, and it was so good. Like it was so good. 
amazing. I mean, Gabby Douglas is a star. Yes, is gymnastics summer? Summer, yeah, okay. Summer. And I'm pretty summer. sure I saw a headline that Ryan Lochte is trying to make it back. Okay, I like loved Ryan Lochte. Like, remember when he had a show on E? Yeah. What um, was it called? Lochte Licious. I don't know. <laughs> Living Lochte. That's what I thought. Too. No, that's Living Lohan. It was like Life with Ryan, you know, something like Life that. Life of Ryan. No, it was like. Um, it was Keeping Up with the Lochte. Yes, 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 yes. What the fuck was it called? I'm, I'm finding out now. I'm finding What would Ryan Lochte that's do? That's a terrible that's a name. That's a horrible name. We just gave you so many good names. And Living Lochte is so good. <laughs> um, yeah, so like, I just like was obsessed with him, but then he had like that weird incident in Brazil. Yeah. Where, like, he said he was attacked and, like, he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was weird. But I'm willing to look past at, for the sake of America. Yeah. Hopefully he brings, um, we just need to bring home some medals. Like, I'm so competitive with the Olympics. They start July 23rd. They start July 23rd, 23rd. And they go on for, like, two or three weeks. And I'm just, August 8th. August 8th. I'm going to be, oh, that's, like, not long enough. That's only two weeks. I'm going to be watching on rotation. Like, I don't even know if I can come to the toast because I can't take a break from the Olympics. Oh, yeah. And Tokyo is what time zone? Like, Oh. What time are we going to be watching? I think that they still air things in prime time. Like, right? No, I feel like it's live. I, think, I don't think so. No, it's not live? It's Remember that guy, Bob Osborne, who had pink eye? Yes, Bob... Bob pink eye. Bob <laughs> Costas. No. Bob Costas. Yeah. yeah. Bob Costas. Let's Does he still do the... Uh, I don't know. I think after pink eye, now that it's like everybody's on alert for infectious Right, it's like, get your infectious <laughs> pussy eye out of here. <laughs> like, we can't afford another pandemic, Bob. <laughs> that was such a funny time. See, like, that's what I miss. Like, we all just, like, getting together and making fun of Bob's eye. Like, we just need to... I'm just so desperate to feel a part of something. In the Olympics, there's nothing bigger. Like, literally, it's the same as, like, when we talk about, like, Megxit. Like, it's so global. <laughs> no, but, like, it's bigger. It's every country, like... So exciting. It's the thing. So exciting. Like, when does it come back to New York? Or not New York, obviously, like America. Please don't ever bring it to New York. <laughs> Please. We can't handle it. Like, we will, die. like, the capacity will kill us. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Olympics location, location schedule. Schedule. Yeah. So it's in Tokyo this year. Mm hmm. And then the. In 2028, it's in LA. It's in LA in 2028. I'm fucking going. And you wow. know what? Let's do a live show from, like, the swimming competition. From L.A. in 2028? Yeah. Okay, I'll see you then. Oh, my God, that's so exciting. Yeah. So exciting. I love the Olympics, so go America. Um, if anyone can let me know, like, where to, like, watch more trials and stuff, I'm just, like, really, um, I'm hooked. I'm hooked on phonics, so. Oh, okay, wait, here's where the next Olympics are, just in case anybody was curious. So, oh, Tokyo is now being called 2021, I guess, because it's 2021. Um, 2022 is Beijing for the winter. Wow, so there's only one year. We're going to get two Olympics. Wow. The next <laughs> summer, 2024, Paris. French camper will be in attendance. Will Emily be in attendance? No. They okay, said good. she's banned. <laughs> 2026, Milan. Italian camper will be there Ooh, for the winter Olympics. Sickening. And then 2028, LA. Okay, this is a dumb question, but like, does it snow in Milan? Well, they build all the things. That's crazy. Like, yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Um, okay. So like, just wanted to put that on your radar. Like we will be covering the Olympics so fucking hard. Like, I can't wait. Can't wait. I need to start getting some outfits. But we're sorry to Cody Simpson. We would have loved to see you up there shaking oh, that thing. I actually really would rather see him up there shaking that thing. But um, I'm sure there's other like really hot Australian swimmers. So, like we'll just have to live. We will. We will have to live. That's like actually crazy that he came within one second of qualifying. Like yeah. that's actually very impressive. Good for yeah. him. He should feel very proud of himself. Yeah, exactly. 
Don't be upset it's over. Smile that it happened, Cody. Smile that you almost made it. Yeah. Next up, a little podcasting news. Spotify is buying Pods, a podcast discovery tech startup whose backers included Katie Couric and Paris Hilton. I never heard of it. Po- uh, so Pods is a startup that developed an auto-generated audio news feed for podcasts. Wait, sorry, say it again? An audio- auto-generated audio news feed for podcasts. So like an algorithm? Yeah, it's like technology. Spotify said, we believe that Pods' technology will complement and accelerate Spotify's focused efforts to drive discovery, deliver listeners the right content at the right time, and accelerate growth of the category world- worldwide. I'm sorry, like Spotify is just like absolutely slant... No slaying i was gonna say slandering slaying the podcast industry like uh, other apps should be and are quaking and i don't really feel like apple's doing enough apple is like being stagnant like they think they're at the top and that they're gonna stay there but like they're like not and they're not innovating they just released this like their whole new june podcast so all these different things you can now do subscription services on Apple, which is cool, but they do take 30% of people's revenue, and I don't think a lot of creators are willing to give up that amount of money. And they also introduce channels. So, and like, they think that channels are gonna compete. Like, I don't, I looked at a podcast with a channel and a podcast without a channel, and the two looked exactly the same. So, like, I just don't really feel like they're doing enough to compete. And all these other apps, like, that are falling behind, like iHeartRadio, like, everyone needs to get their shit together. Yeah, everybody needs to get their shit together. Spotify is quickly becoming, like, the biggest conglomerate in the podcasting space, and podcasting is getting so big. And I'm telling you, in five years, like, people are only going to be listening to podcasts at Sp- on Spotify at this rate. That's their plan. Well, other companies need to start stepping up. And they're laying the groundwork for that. Okay, I don't good. know why everyone is being so... Slow. It's like laissez chill, chill about it. Laissez. Laissez faire for sure. Yeah, but so um, I don't know what this technology is, but I guess it's just going to make it so like when you open Spotify, they're going to show you podcasts that you w- would want to see. Maybe. I kind of think of it like I think that Spotify's algorithm for discovery is like so amazing. And it, for so many years, like I found so many artists and songs that I yeah. never would have heard thanks to Spotify. So maybe the same will be true for podcasts. Like they will know your taste and be able to recommend like well, yes. recommend well shows that you would like right like what they did for music for so many people i agree they they uh like like emerging artists and so maybe like for emerging podcasts like i think it could it makes a lot of sense to me yeah me too how much did they buy for did they say undisclosed damn happy for katie couric though yeah she really needed the money are you ready for our fifth and final story that's going to lead into our tv recap only if it's the final story yeah what is it chloe and tristan were seen together after the sydney chase scandal i know you're fatigued by this story i know that you are but i have a new pov i'm still fatigued I have a new POV. What's that? I don't think it was true. Sydney? Mm-hmm. I think it's possible that it wasn't true. Because I, ha- I was listening to the podcast that she went on, No Jumper. Mm-hmm. That's where she told this story. And yeah. I was listening to an episode of it because Sophia with an F was on. Okay. And they brought up the fact that this girl came on the show and said this thing about Tristan. And okay. that the show received a season assist. And the host... Oh, but did he did? Yeah, saying you have to take that part out. And he's yeah. like, so we did. But like, literally the clip is everywhere already. It doesn't it's even like matter. so stupid. But the host was like, this girl, he didn't even know this girl. I don't know what she does. I think she like had this opportunity and just like said some stuff. And when, when tasked with showing proof... She declined to show any, instead saying her lawyers would handle the situation. Yeah, by the way. I think that Chloe and Tristan are always going to have to deal with, like, accusations, both true and false. 
And I and I'm now starting to see this in a different light. But on the preview for the next reunion, Andy says, "How did you know that he wouldn't do it again like after Jordan Woods?" And she was like, "He did." No, Who's after that? the um when he cheated on her when she was pregnant. Yeah, that wasn't you, Jordan. That wasn't Jordan. Who was that? That was just someone else. Okay. And and then when she said he did got do it, it again, it. Okay. I think that was Jordan. Wow, I totally and forgot I'm sure about there that were, time by the way, with Jordan I'm Woods. I'm sure like, there were other cheating things yeah. in between. But but I think since then and since like the reformation of Tristan Woods. There's been nothing. Tristan Woods. <laughs> Tristan Thompson. Like, and he's put in all this work and now we're seeing it play out on the show. I'm... You're I, a believer. I'm, I'm just starting to see it differently. You know, by the way, I'm not fatigued because, like, I think he keeps cheating. I'm just, like, done with these people. Like, this story is exhausting. I've given so much of my life, my heart, to this couple. Like, we literally did a two-hour episode on the Jordan Woods Red Table Talk. Like, I've just given so much of my life. And at this point, like, I just don't want to keep up with the Thompsons anymore. Like, I really don't. I have considered them China. Nope. I... I unchined them and we're 50-50 here on the China Ing. So I'm going to keep, I just want to say like watching them on the show, I was pretty much done with them and really fatigued, but then seeing them together on the show, like made me interested. Yeah. I was like, I, I liked how he was being so sweet, but like part of me thought it was disingenuous. Like, I, I just don't know. Disingenuous? I, no, like seeing him on the show, his personality was so different from what I expected. Yes. And so it piqued my interest. I'm just like exhausted. Like I'm so tired I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired you're a little dramatic <laughs> <laughs> but yes I'm nothing if not dramatic well you know what? I just I want the best for them and I and I want them to leave us alone and I want them us to leave them alone Do you know I'm what I sure mean? that they want the same 100% but then when people are claiming that he cheated and the whole world believes it because you know once a cheater always a cheater and what if that wasn't true now they're spotted back together which makes me think like Maybe it wasn't true. Well, this is a great segue into the Keeping Up with the Kardashians finale because I did find it really interesting how for so long I always thought like Chloe was the toughest one and I think she was for a while, but just like years and years of being the tough one, of putting literally, she didn't say it and Andy asked, did you feel like you put the show on her back? And the answer is unequivocally yes. Like all the Rob and Lamar stuff and then the divorce and then Lamar again and then Chloe and Tristan and then Tristan and Jordan cheating when she was pregnant. There is no doubt that Chloe has opened up the most on this show. Like out of anyone... And it's obviously taken a toll on her because she's like not that tough girl that she used to be anymore. Like it has worn on her and it was actually really sad to kind of come to that conclusion like just watching her on the show. And she's such a good sister and she's so supportive of all of her sisters. But she also really has like bled out most for the show. And I thought that was like one of my biggest takeaways from the from the reunion was that like justice for Chloe and like all these like scandals with her face. Like she's just... She's traumatized. I thought she looked so good. She looked amazing. But like with all these social media scandals, like Flowey Fardashian and like everyone being like, who's that migraine commercial? It's obvious that like she's just like a victim of like her trauma and like all these years of just like being called the fat sister. That's not really her dad. Like that has worn on her. And like, this is what we get. And like everyone is just like constantly piling on in on her. And like, I just left the, the reunion with like a huge amount of like sadness for Chloe. Oh, interesting. I didn't feel that way necessarily I just left the reunion just like loving loving these gals like yes even more if that's possible and hearing them go back to the beginning and just like even Kim talking about like the sex tape how we wouldn't be here without it but like if if I really do have one regret like it's that that's out there but like also talking about how even though from our POV it was like Kim was a star and her sisters were just like along for the ride it's like her sisters made her a star too like that if was it was wh- just Kim she wouldn't be Kim Kardashian yeah no she's just not as interesting on her own and like it was just really 
cute and sweet to hear it all from their perspective. Well, Kim is so humble. Like she gives so much respect to her family, to their mom, to Paris. Like she doesn't act like none of the shit that ever, she doesn't act like she used to not be desperate. And I think that's why like, I love her so much. Like, she's very clear about her intentions from day one. Yeah, when she was talking about going to the Ivy to pick up a piece of bread to get oh, paparazzi. Oh, look at my glasses here. Hysterical. So funny. And, like, that's just, like, the realness that you love. And what I really liked about the reunion is that I feel like these last couple seasons of Kardashians, we just watch them on their phones. And they're just like, yeah, like, literally. And you forget that they're all, like, really smart businesswomen and they're, like, very articulate. And I just feel like... We really got to see them speak in full sentences for such a long period of time. And I was like, wow, they're all really, you know, introspective and smart. And and I just had forgotten that because the show had gotten to be like literal silence. Yeah, totally. You know? No, it's a really, really good point. Like they were asked questions that they had to respond to. And they just responded well. And they just like never talk on the show anymore. Yeah. No, it's a really good point. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I just loved it. And I loved seeing Chloe. I mean, seeing Kylie and... I just, I said that, I think I said this like last week, like I just love Chris, like just obsessed. And I like that Annie asked some really good questions. Just, you know, this whole Chris Jenner works hard, but the devil, whatever, the devil works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder. And Kim was like, that actually really bothers me. Like we're all all so busy. You think my mom is out planning stories about all of us hurting the other ones? Like we are so close. Like we are a family and that's why we're so successful is because we've never stabbed each other in the back. And so Chris isn't going around laying stories about different kids to take, like that's just not what she's doing. And I don't believe that either. Yeah, no, I'm glad that he brought that up. And it is funny like to hear their perspective on it because it's like such a part of the... culture Culture. now um another part that I really liked oh the Chris Humphrey stuff we must discuss fascinating fascinating and like I don't know why but for me it's like still a sore subject and you were their like big biggest champion and they were laughing a little too hard last night okay (laughs) (laughs) oh my god 100% you know like I'm glad that they can laugh about it but like a little too much a little too (laughs) but I think Kim really explained it very well how like when she saw him recently like he wouldn't even like look her in the eye because he's so faith-based and he only wanted to have one marriage. And I think that's like a really good explanation for like why, why she he, feels bad. Yeah. And why he wanted an annulment. And by the way, explaining like that fraud piece makes so much sense. Because the fraud thing became a huge storyline. Yeah. That he felt defrauded in their marriage. But so, no, you need to prove fraud in order to get an annulment. And I appreciated that she said it she had been more mature, she would have given him that annulment. And yeah. I wish that maybe that that had happened. And I, I do stand by, and it even last night like made me realize, I don't think Kim and Chris were ever going to be like together forever. But they had absolutely no shot when they moved into an apartment with in Scott. In a hotel? In a hotel with Scott and Courtney during the NBA lockout. And Chris wasn't working. And they're literally in two bedrooms. And his shoes are all around the room. Yeah. Like, they never had a chance. Yeah, but they, they weren't going to work out They anyway. would have lasted more than 72 days if they had like a real place to live yeah. and Chris was working. Yeah, obviously. So I blame the NBA lockout. I'll, I really do. And his big shoes. I just honestly, why I loved that whole segment was one, I feel like we got a lot of good insight into what actually went happen because people are always like, you know, she did it for the ratings, for the money. She's like, I wouldn't have spent our $10 million from our salary, our fees and our production money on this stupid fucking wedding if it was fake. But I also loved how she's just like, and I think this is something we can all like learn. She's so like modest and humble and she's really very comfortable admitting when she's wrong she's not trying to defend her decisions she actually says like I wish I just gave him the annulment because then I would only be married one time now and it meant a lot to him and I should have just done that for him after like all we went through yeah so I just loved that she was like a a really like a big woman about it you know is there an expiration date on when you can get an annulment 
Probably. Like, imagine they do it now. Oh, well, they're already divorced. You can't go back and undo a divorce and get an annulment. Oh, okay. Um, also, my favorite part of the reunion was such a small, little, minor, little detail. But I love how Andy calls Chloe, Chloe. And she goes, hey, Andy. Like, it was just so little. But I love that. And I don't know why Andy calls her that. But it's so funny. It, Because, yeah, she has, like, a symbol on her E. Yeah. Um... Sorry, someone's calling me. I'm so popular. Um, it's probably spam. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? It's my um, car service. I'm going to TBG's right after oh, this. Oh, fancy lady. Um, but we're, he's early, so it's not my problem. Um, <laughs> what else happened that I wanted to talk about? Courtney was like a little too excited to like repeat what Paris Hilton had said about Kim. You know what I mean? She's like, uh, Kim was like, oh, I don't remember. She said something like mean about my butt and like called it fat. And then literally Courtney spaced out, turns back word for word. Oh, she said it was a pillowcase filled with so- bars of soap or like whatever she said. A dump truck, a garbage bag. Cottage cheese in a trash bag. Thank you. Cottage cheese in a trash bag, which is so mean. Oh, I didn't think it was mean that Courtney repeated it because honestly, like I'm sitting there knowing what it was. You yeah, know, no, but I, I just think Courtney got like a little too much pleasure. Oh, no. I think she was, she was happy that she knew the answer. And was able to provide context. I don't know. What I did also find really interesting is every time Andy asked them like a kind of deep question, whether Chloe answered it or Kim answered it, they both said, well, you know, Kim and I were just talking about this. Chloe and I were just having, it's obvious that Kim and Chloe are really close. Like yeah. that's what I took away from it. Yeah, me too. And I feel like we always talk like that too. I don't know. Cause sometimes when like we've ha- just had a conversation now, I'm going to like say it again. It's so fake. I know. I just feel like I need to like, I don't know why. I'm not going to pretend like we didn't just talk about it. Even not on the show. Whenever I'm talking to someone. Me too. I'm like, Jackie and I were just talking about this. Or like I'm in a room with people and I have a conversation with someone and then the next person. I'm like, oh, well, I was just talking about, I don't know why I feel the need to do that. Because you're so authentic. And I just need to like just keep things factual. Yeah. I'm so authentic. You're You're so authentic. Like you can't pretend like you haven't had this conversation before because that wouldn't be true to you. It's so true. And it's like, I just need to let you know I'm repeating everything I just said. And I just noticed that happened like a few times in the reunion. So I'm like, oh, they obviously are really close and they talk about like a lot of serious stuff. Yeah. When they were talking about who Kim was dating, she said she wasn't dating Van Jones. She said she wasn't dating Maluma. But she didn't say, I'm not dating anyone. She's like, I'm not dating Van Jones. As if, like, there was someone she is dating. I expect that there is someone she's dating. After years of, like, them not even being married, I think she's definitely in a relationship. I'm so glad they gave us clarity on those rumors because now we can start to really look at the sea, look at the ships, and see what we start can do. building. And start building. And I'm really happy for Van Jones that he used it as an opportunity yeah. to get other girls. So like every truly everyone wins. Yes. Um, I just loved it. I thought it was so well done. I thought there was no frou frou. Like usually a part one is like a waste no, of time. There was not a waste in minute. I could have watched it all night. Me long. too. And they just looked gorgeous. Yeah. A lot of people are like clowning on Kendall for her outfit. I think it was very cool. Like if I looked like that, I would wear like a tank top too. A hundred percent. Like it's fine. Honestly, I wasn't crazy about Kylie's outfit. I think they all looked really great. Chris, angelic. Yeah. I just, if I could, on, and I know it sounds crazy, because if I could raid any closets of the Kardashians, it would dead ass be Chris's. Like, she's just so mature and elegant, and that's who I want to be. And, like, I want to be a rich 65-year-old at 26, if that makes sense. Yeah. I would raid her closet. You would raid who? Kylie's? Yeah, I think Kylie's, because it's between Kylie or Kim. Kim, but I think a lot of Kim's clothes are just, like, a little too abstract. Yeah. Um avant-garde yeah and Kylie's are like more wearable and fun whose closet would you raid let us know in the comments
Yeah. No, I mean, they're all really good. Chloe's closet is fun, too, and also yeah. more approachable than the others. Yeah, she wears jeans. Kendall's bitches wouldn't fit me. But no. even when no, I, I'm like, talking, no, hypothetically, no sizes. Like, oh, of course, oh, no, none okay, of them would no fit me. No sizes, but, like, even the cut of, like, Kendall would wear low-rise jeans. Yeah. I would not. But if you ever shop, like, they do Kardashian closet, closet. for um, charity. I look all the time. I look all the time, but I'm the same sizes as Kylie and... Kim, I'm the same shoe size as Kim. Not Kylie. She's got a big foot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is really interesting. Like I look all the time, too, and I never look at clothes because it's non-refundable. And honestly, like if I ever find something in my size, it's just it's too risky. I go for like jewelry, bags, and shoes. Always the first things to go. Yeah. No, I, I almost bought one of Kylie's coats like a few months ago. I wanted a winter coat, but I just like didn't pull the trigger. I just, nothing's moved me enough to like make a cart on the yeah. website. I've never bought anything, but I peruse constantly I like bought stuff like 10 years ago from yeah. like Kim's closet yeah um so from, it was like, just really eBay. good I love that they're wrapping it up on Sunday we don't have to wait a whole other week and I just loved it I really did I'm looking forward to getting clarity on Scott and the younger girls because he, he said something like it's not what everyone, everyone thinks it is everyone thinks it's wrong and then Chris was like you tell him Scott so like clearly there's something we don't know so is Amelia not 19 or yeah no old? is she lying about her age yeah I'm curious to hear about that as well. Um, it was just great. I loved it, and I give it 10, 10 out of 10, and I can't wait to watch part two. 10 out of 10, 100%. That's our show. It is our show. Thank you guys so much for a great week here at The Morning Toast. Thank you for listening. Hope everyone has an amazing weekend. Stay safe. Happy Juneteenth. And we'll see you on Monday. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show, where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Goodbye. Goodbye.